The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Today. Uh (laughs) All right, welcome back for hour number two. On the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, I'm Joe Galena, joined by Brian Rakowski. And uh, you're probably wondering where uh, George Kurtz is. Uh, he's uh, hanging out in Florida, hanging out in uh, Harry Potterville. Uh, so he was uh, in Disney. This guy is living the life, but one of the hardest working guys in, in fantasy there, Brian. This guy, uh, he's... Uh, Hanging out uh, in in Florida, just uh, recharging the batteries, and uh, you know Disney, the happiest place on earth. You ever been to Disney? Only a couple of times, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting now because uh, you know they bought up uh, <laughs> they bought up all the Star Wars stuff. Uh, they bought up uh, all the uh, Marvel uh, uh, stuff. So uh, I think they open part of their park is gonna be like a uh, Star Wars theme park. I'm not the biggest Star, Star Wars, Wars guy? guy, but uh, no, I'm not. But no? I know whatever they're going to make, it's probably going to be insane. Yeah. So what are you into? Like, you know, I mean, are you into the, 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 the are you into movies? Or are you into, you know, let's say the, the, the superhero kind of movies? Or are you, uh, it sounds like you're not into to sci-fi or whatnot. But if anything, I'm a, I'm a Game of Thrones guy. That's how sci-fi oh, really? go. Yeah. Yeah. So were you big on it? Did you watch this? Uh, did you watch the season? Uh, yeah, it was okay. Disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Compared compared I mean, to the I other seasons, it... the other seasons were very good. Yeah. So for them to do this season, it had to be amazing. It was okay. All right. Well, from what I understand, is it the directors or maybe even uh, Sean Engel could chime in on this? Either the directors or the producers are uh, involved in making the next uh, Star Wars movies or something. They're, so so they were kind of busy, it seemed like. And a lot of people felt that this season was rushed. Rushed, yeah. What did we have? Like, yeah, yeah. We had like, what, six six episodes yep. or whatnot? So six episodes. You probably could have stretched, yeah, you probably could have stretched it to 10, no? That's what um, HBO wanted. They said, we can do 10. Yeah. And the, the director mm-hmm. said, no, we're going to squish it into six. Right. 
So, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I, I was a little disappointed, but, uh, you know, uh, the way that this, the show ended, I, I guess I understood it, you know, like, uh, you, know, you, you had the, the, the Winterfell episode, right? And then you had the episode where the queen went nuts and she, she burnt down the whole city. I mean, I, I guess um, the way that uh, Queen Cersei uh, went was kind of like anticlimactic, yep. right? You expected her to go down in a little oh, bit yeah. more of a more dramatic way, right? Yeah, Much cr- more. Crushed by rocks isn't the best yeah. uh, sending off. Yeah, yeah. But uh, a lot of people complained about that last episode. Uh, and you, you, you just think about it like at, at the start, you know, it, it, I guess the first five, ten minutes of it were very, very, you know, slow moving, quiet. But it almost like made sense because after the city was just burned to the ground every it seemed like everyone was in shock and it, the it, the emotion uh, uh the shock emotion kind of like came through at least in my opinion i don't know i mean there are a lot of problems with don't get me wrong but uh but i i, I you know i guess i just, I just feel that you know uh, you know uh, peter dinklage's character just walking around just like <laughs> you know he, here's someone you know he uh had put such faith in uh uh, what, what's her name? The uh, the she had so many names. The Queen of Dragons. Yeah, yeah. Daenerys. <laughs> he Daenerys, was so. he was wrong like fifteen times in a row this past season. He was yes, guessing yes. everything wrong. Yeah, right. But I, what I thought was cool was uh, now, now that. Go ahead, Sean. Were you going to say I, something? I was going to say uh, I do not know how to predict things in these days. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Impersonation, but uh, I, I like that the, the new. Uh, well, I don't know. I guess the the council when they were all sitting at the table, it's definitely a, a lot different, a lot more lax than uh, the previous regime. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, with Brienne and uh, yeah, all that. Yeah, very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gonna be a very, very different uh, time. So. And, yeah. All right. So uh, why don't we just switch gears though, and. Uh, Start talking a little NFL. Uh, sent you the link to this uh, experts draft. It's uh, uh, FFC Champs Industry Expert Invitational put together by Jim Day, the Fantasy Taz, who uh, is, you could hear from time to time on our network. I believe he's coming back to the network uh, with some football coverage, but great stuff out of him. And uh, you saw the, the link there, Brian. And it's, it's a 12 team league. They're going to be starting two quarterbacks, three running backs, uh, two tight ends, and uh, there's going to be uh, – so basically those are the kind of nuances uh, to this league. It looks like it's a PPR uh, league, but uh, you want to go through some of this stuff? Maybe give me your opinion on on some of the picks? Let's do it. All All right. So uh, what do you think about uh, Saquon Barkley going uh, number one overall in, you know, last year and previous years, it was like an almost an automatic that if you had the number one overall pick, it would would be Todd Gurley. But, uh, you know, Todd Gurley dealing with uh, that that, that knee issue. I don't know. Is it uh, arthritis? Is it something more serious? Uh, You know, the Rams have already mentioned uh, that uh, he's not going to be taking part in any preseason games. But the, in a way, that's nothing new. The the, the Rams kind of uh, don't expose their star players uh, to game action in the preseason, which I kind of agree with. I don't know. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Limited, do you feel uh, that maybe? Yeah, limited uh, injuries as little as possible. 
Yeah, yeah. On the other hand, I mean, you could be a little rusty, but hey, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm with the Rams on this one, but I'm with the Rams on this one. But what do you think about the uh, Saquon Barkley going number one overall? I, I think that's fine. I think he's going to get a million touches a game because they, no, they have no one else. Mm-hmm. Right, right. The only thing and, is that uh, other teams might he, stack the box, so I don't know. He has to work around that, but mm-hmm. I think he has a volume. Yeah. Yep. And especially in a PPR league, uh, you know, he's going to be valuable as well. And and speaking of valuable uh, PPR running backs, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Have you seen pictures of this guy? Uh, he's too big. <laughs> Jack he is. Yeah. yeah. Do you think so? You think that, that, that that's going to be an issue for him? That's like the uh, LaRon Landry, um, that effect. Like, you're almost too big for your own good. I don't know if he's going to be able to, like, move his arms above his shoulders to catch a football. <laughs> All right, that's I said is the size of my go. head. I mean, you never, yeah, yeah, no, no, that's that's a, definitely a, a problem. I mean, uh, it could be an issue. Uh, you know, it's a different sport, but remember what uh, Thor uh, uh, had done, uh, DeGrom, uh, you know, uh, the Met pitcher where he got too bulky. And yeah, Syndergaard, I couldn't think of his name. Thank you. But uh, when you look at 107 receptions last year for Christian McCaffrey, uh, 867 yards receiving, 60 touchdowns, and over 1,000 uh, yards rushing and another seven touchdowns. Any argument for making him the number one overall pick? So, or, or are you happy with the, with the Saquon Barkley? I think him and Saquon are interchangeable. Mm-hmm. If you had the number one pick, who would it be? I'm going to be biased because I'm a Cowboys fan and I know I shouldn't. Yeah. I think I'd go McCaffrey. But you're a Dallas fan, right? And you'd go McCaffrey? Yeah. Rather than Saquon, mm-hmm. of course, because then I, yeah. week one, we're in, uh, I think we're in New York. And I have to watch mm-hmm. him run around. No, I'll take McCaffrey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so number th- number three taken off the board is uh, Zeke Elliott. I mean, uh, what more could you say about Zeke? Is, is, and uh, like I mentioned uh, earlier in the show, what he did uh, last season in terms of adding, uh, you know, catching that ball out of the backfield to his uh, repertoire. Uh, still a, a very young guy, twenty just 23 years old. Seems like he's been around forever. But when you look at his stats from last year, uh, 4.7 yards per carry, you know, 1434 rushing yards, six touchdowns. But the big thing uh, was the 77 receptions uh, and 567 yards. So, I mean, uh, obviously someone, uh, if he's just, he's got to stay out of trouble there, Brian. Yeah, as I said before, you should just stay in his house, invite people over, don't go outside, don't shove anybody, and we should be okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so the first four picks... Our running back, so it was Fantasy Taz, Dr. Roto, uh, Matthew Berry now with the, with the fourth pick. Uh, he takes Alvin Kamara uh, running back for the Saints now. Uh, Mark Ingram no longer on the Saints. You have Latavius Murray. Uh, Alvin Kamara, any concerns uh, with him in terms of, I mean, do, first of all, do you think that uh, the Saints might change his role, make him more of uh, an every down back? Because, I mean, I was looking at his stats, the number of carries, not only in college, but even uh, in the pros. I mean, the guy is, uh, he, don't get me wrong, he's a beast. <laughs> you know, one of the mm-hmm. top, obviously, uh, running backs in football. But uh, when you when you look at, uh, you know, 
his uh, total number of carries. Do you think that he could be a guy that could eventually, like, you know, get the two two hundred fifty carries a game? But that's just not him, and they should just you know play to his strengths. I think he makes it up for it in the passing game. He catches a million passes. So I think it, it can balance it out. Yeah, yeah. Because you look at what he uh, last season: one hundred ninety four rushes, four point six carries per rush, fourteen touchdowns on the ground but like you mentioned carry uh, catches a ton of passes uh 81 receptions each of the last two seasons and uh 709 receiving yards with four touchdowns last season so uh, uh so then the uh, first wide receiver taken off the board is uh deandre hopkins and uh then liz loza uh follows up with uh, this number one six uh, the number six pick overall. She's from uh, Yahoo, by the way. Devante Adams. Uh, do you agree with uh, DeAndre Hopkins being the number one wide receiver taken? Uh, do you have any issues with that? Do you do you think that maybe uh, someone else? Uh, like you know, I've heard both uh, Devante Adams and DeAndre Hopkins being mentioned as number one overall wide receivers. Who who do you like here? Do you like the Hopkins or you like Adams more? Um, I think that order is fine. I had Devonte Adams last year. He was a beast for me. Um, but DeAndre Hopkins was was, uh, Hopkins he was either one or two right last year when uh, in terms of overall production yeah uh, yeah he was I don't remember exactly but yeah he was definitely like top two yeah Devontae Uh, Adams was up there too yeah, actually, I think maybe Adams might have been number one and mm-hmm. Hopkins might have been number two. But yeah, both of them. Yeah, 115 receptions for uh, DeAndre Hopkins last season, uh, 11 touchdowns. That's after he uh, had scored 13 touchdowns uh, last year. Definitely uh, uh, the number one option in the uh, Texans offense. Uh, but let's take a look at Devontae Adams uh, last year. And uh, Packers going to be an interesting offense to look at this year. Uh, but uh, let's see, 111 receptions for Devontae Adams uh, last year, 1386 uh, receiving yards and 13 touchdowns. So, uh, but uh, you, you're happy with the order that uh, that went and DeAndre Hopkins and Devontae Adams? Yeah, I think they can like one and two. I think they can also be interchangeable. First wide receiver off the board. There you go. All right. And uh, we talked, uh, I, I think we were talking off air this morning where you were a little surprised that uh, Sigmund Bloom took uh, Travis Kelsey, number seven overall. But this scoring system favors uh, tight ends. And like we mentioned, uh, two tight ends are being started in this league. So uh, I guess it kind of makes more sense there, right? And then when you look at the, the way that the, the rest of the draft unfolded, uh, I mean, basically when it came to tight ends, I don't know if you remember last year, that was a tough position to fill. You know, you had Travis Kelsey, uh, you had George Kittle, Ertz. Zach Ertz, and, and, and yeah, I mean, uh, Eric Ebron was pretty good for a while, uh, but th- there aren't really many top flight tight ends in, in football and in fantasy. Yeah, last season I was looking for a tight end all year. I think I started with Njoku, he did nothing, and then I just started bouncing around week-to-week waiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Njoku has a, a good shot, uh, you know, it, of, of, of uh, you know, coming into his own this year. He might be kind of like a, the breakout star, to be honest with you, when it comes to tight ends. But uh, it's, tight end is, a, is an interesting position because, uh, like the wide receiver position, just seems like it takes uh, them, like let's say, a year, sometimes even two, before they get uh, acclimated to playing in the NFL and actually coming into their own. So, 
Uh, we'll see. But uh, you okay uh, based on the scoring system with Travis Kelsey going number seven overall? Would you have made a, another pick? Because uh, Todd uh, Gurley went number eight. I was going to Jeff. You got Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon, Lev Bell, James Conner all after Travis Kelsey. So I'm not sure. Even with the scoring. Yeah, that's, it sounds like you're not that thrilled. You would have you went uh, running back. I think you got to go running back. Don't be fr- Okay. So of those guys that you mentioned, uh, so who would you take at, at, at number seven? If Todd Gurley's healthy, I'm definitely taking Gurley. And then Melvin Gordon, I know he has the knees too. And then mm-hmm. I don't know Le'Veon Bell, if he's going to be in shape, how much uh, production he's going to get, but... Yeah, there's some stories about him being a little overweight and in the offseason. And the, that, it, you know, it's Jets kind of like a, a bit of a, a dumpster fire. Uh, you know, basically the Giants uh, kind of conceded the city to them after they hit the whole debacle with the, you know, the Daniel Jones stuff. Mm-hmm. And and then the Jets said, hey, wait, we're, we're uh, the. <laughs> yeah. We're supposed to be the we're supposed to be the goofballs of the city. <laughs> All the yeah. New York teams are uh, dumpster fire, except for the Yankees and, and yeah. the Nets. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you think about Le'Veon Bell? Now, we 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 know that uh, if you believe the reports, that Adam Gaze wasn't real thrilled with bringing him on board. The guy missed an entire year. All right, uh, sat out. So, so what do you? You know what? What do you think about Bell? Would you? Do you think he's a risky pick in the first round, or do you you, you trust him in terms of? Because you mentioned, you know, if Todd Gurley's healthy, well, I mean, doing. Let's let's see if you draft him now. We really are not a hundred percent sure. That's a big if. Uh, if Todd, yeah, if Todd Gurley's going to be healthy, and then you know that that first round, you want to make sure that you get someone that doesn't have any uh, any any problems get, coming into the season. I mean, if something happens in the middle of the season, well, look, you know. It happens, you know. It, that's that's football. Mm-hmm. But uh, do you think that Bell's a risky pick in, in the in the first round? I think all the money you're paying him, they have to use him a lot if he's in, if he's ready to go. Right. What do you and, think about you uh, you... David Johnson at eleven with Kyler Murray? Do you think he's gonna? Because last year I don't think he did um, performed up yeah. to his usual standard. Right. I kind of like him. But I, I feel that the Cardinals didn't really address one of their biggest problems, which is offensive line. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, David Johnson's saying all the right things. You know, I'm going to be you know, come back to form. Uh, that, that offensive line still needs work. Not good. <laughs> all right, we'll come back. Uh, we'll come back, talk more about this uh, FFC Champs Industry Expert League draft. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right. 
right, welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Galena, Brian Rakowski, hanging out with you on a Sunday. Going over uh, expert draft for FFC, the FF Champs Industry Expert Invitational, actually, put together by uh, our own fantasy Taz, Jim Day. Uh, just some of the more notable names, uh, Dr. Roto, Matthew Berry, Liz Loza, Sigmund Bloom, Jeff Ratcliffe, uh, Evan Silva, Adam Ronis, uh, lots of big names in this draft. So we're going through some of that. And uh, you, know, you had uh, talked about... Uh, David Johnson. So let's take David Johnson's numbers uh, from last season, uh, averaging less than four yards per carry, uh, 3.6 yards per carry last season, Brian, uh, 258 rushes, uh, 940 uh, rushing yards, seven touchdowns, and then uh, 50 receptions, three touchdowns, 446 receiving yards. Basically, I mean, uh, Talk about dumpster fires. Uh, when you look at that Cardinals offense from last year, uh, poor Josh Rosen, man. There was no way that this guy was going to succeed. Uh, just not enough uh, talent surrounding him. And uh, we're talking a little bit about the Arizona Cardinals uh, uh, offensive line. Uh, it was it was basically a, a horror show last season. And I, I don't feel that they uh, upgraded enough uh, and addressed the concerns uh, so far this preseason. So, I don't know. Uh, is, is David Johnson somebody that you're looking to, you know, to, to, to take in, in drafts, or are you just, you know, just thinking about it for now? I wouldn't take him in the first round. Yeah. He went, uh, let's see, where did he go? Number 11, right? So we were talking to uh, DeAndre Hopkins uh, went uh, with the fifth pick, the first wide receiver, Devontae Adams, uh, sixth pick, second wide receiver. We talked Travis Kelsey. And then uh, you brought up a good point in terms of Todd Gurley. Uh, the question is, is he going to be healthy? Uh, Le'Veon Bell, uh, issues with him with, uh, you know, taking a year off. Does it help or hurt him? Like, what do, you, do you think that that just, you know, forget everything else. Do you think that the year off helps or hurt him? Because, you know, the, the Steelers were really just running him into the ground. Yeah. Pittsburgh system, they, he got, he got, 300 touches a year. So I think he, mm-hmm. with a year, I think it's good and bad. Year off, no hits, anything, but also I, he's probably out of shape. He's, he's probably going to take a couple of weeks to get going. Right. And I, I think he's, you know, and, and these haven't been mandatory uh, workouts, but he hasn't shown up for them. And look, you know, you really can't fault the guy. If, if it's not a, a mandatory workout, then you really, you know, can't, comp- you know, hold the guy accountable but uh, like you said you know uh, no game action you know you, you worry you, you could in my opinion you could work out all you, you basically you could do all the workouts you want offline uh nothing beats actually being in camp and actually getting hit by a human body yeah you know building chemistry with your yeah. teammates too all that stuff Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, by the way, I'm just checking out uh, uh, fantasyfootballtoday.com. And uh, when it comes to uh, running backs from last season in PPR formats, David Johnson was uh, the 11th. Uh, he was number 11 in fantasy points per game uh, with 15.5. So uh, just a, a quick uh, taking a look. 
back on last year. Todd Gurley was number one uh, in terms of fantasy points per game. Uh, he had 26.3. Uh, Saquon Barkley was number two. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, number three. Kamara, number four. Uh, you talked about Melvin Gordon. Uh 50 catches, 490 yards. Uh, he was number five. Zeke, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Zeke is is number six, but uh, James Conner number seven. Uh, Kareem Hunt number eight. Joe Mixon number nine, and uh, James White uh, rounds out your top ten. I'm actually uh, thinking that uh, I'm liking Joe Mixon uh, a little bit this year. What do you think about Joe Mixon? Do you think he has a you know a little more upside than uh, he had? Uh, I mean, he had a Pretty good year last year. I'm going to pull up his numbers now. But uh, what do you think about Joe Mixon in terms of uh, looking at him uh, last year? Uh, 4.9 yards for carry, eight touchdowns, 1,168 uh, rushing yards, uh, 43 catches. I mean, this guy, I mean, I, I think I'd, I'd move him into the first round. I feel more comfortable taking him than maybe a Le'Veon Bell. What do you think? I, I like Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon last year when he got hurt, I actually picked up Gio Bernard. For a couple of weeks and he had I think back to back twenty something point weeks for me. But the name you just said, Kareem Hunt, I think that's very interesting. Yeah. Since he's suspended, where do you think he would go? Or is he even going to be drafted? Uh yeah, you could wait a while. Yeah. What <laughs> I mean, what is is he getting uh, yeah. a six? What is his suspension? Six games? I believe it's eight, and uh, I'll Google that as we talk. Just uh, but I, my, my, based on memory, I think he's yeah, it, uh, it is eight. It is eight. eight games. Okay, yeah, and uh, yeah, he's on the Browns, so that's going to be an interesting situation too. Uh, you know, once he comes off that suspension, uh, when you have uh, Nick Chubb, you know how much he would cut into Nick Chubb's yeah. playing uh, time. So. But, uh, yeah, I jumped ahead when I talked about Joe, uh, Joe Mixon. But yeah, let's, let's just continue here. Number eight for Jeff Radcliffe was Todd Gurley. Number nine was Le'Veon Bell. Number 10, uh, uh, Melvin Gordon. Uh, number 11, David Johnson. Number 12, James Conner. Any uh, concerns with James Conner? Because he kind of slowed down a little bit uh, at the end of the year last year. And uh, Steelers actually drafted, I think, Benny Snell. Uh, uh, you know, any concerns with, uh, you know, Connor in terms of, uh, you know, being able to, to play a, a full season at full capacity? I, I think that's just the Pittsburgh workload. They just work you, work you, work you. So, Benny Snell he, mm-hmm. from uh, Kentucky, I, that's a good pick. So, he might cut into his time a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even uh, just from a uh, PPR standpoint, right? Because I think, if I'm not mistaken, Benny uh, Snell could do it all, catch some balls out of the mm-hmm. backfield as well. So, uh, yeah, so James Conner taken by Adam Ronas at number 12. Then he came back and uh, took George Kittle. And George Kittle, man, he really, really came into his home last year. Um, and I'm going to pull up his numbers now. Uh, but like I said, so many people had problems with uh, tight ends last year. George Kittle, 88 catches, 1377 receiving yards. Touchdown's a little low. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, Garoppolo uh, was no out G. for yeah. just about the – Yeah. So uh, what do you think about uh, George Kittle? Do you think he deserves to be uh, considered as, uh, you know, top three uh, along with uh, Ertz and uh, Kelsey? Well, we got to see now. Jimmy G's coming back. Who's he going to target? If he's still going to target mm-hmm. him as the uh, other QBs did. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because that does uh, play a part. You know, that was with uh, you know, Wentz Kevin. and uh, Foles. Foles liked Ertz mm-hmm. better than Wentz, and then when Wentz came in, Ertz's numbers went down. 
Right. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But well, let's take a look at the uh, wide receivers for, I mean, what are his options here, uh, Jimmy G? Uh, Marquise Goodwin, uh, Debo Samuel, who they drafted, uh, top two uh, wide receivers for them. Uh, so I guess when you, when you, when you look at it, uh, I, I see Kittle still being, you know, a, a top target. Yeah, also Dante yeah, I mean, Pettis had a good year like, last year too. Yes, he, yeah, he's a guy that uh, should be on some radars, right? Yep, some guy definitely. that should probably get like middle of the draft. Yeah, good name to bring up. So, uh, yeah, so uh, George Kittle, and then uh, here's a guy uh, uh, taking uh, with the second pick of the second round. Uh, what do you think about Odell Beckham Jr.? Uh, yeah, he is a junior, right? Odell Beckham Jr., <laughs> yeah. uh, wide receiver now for the Browns. Um, first of all, you know, being a Dallas fan, uh, first of all, do you, do you like laugh behind the Giants' back and basically everything that's been going on with them for the past six months? You know, the, the trade of Odell Beckham Jr. and, and then they uh, take uh, uh, Daniel Jones with the first pick in the uh, their first pick in the first round. What would you know? Give me just a, a quick take on. Oh, I love on, you know, how you feel about the Giants. <laughs> Loving every second. Every t- every second they showed him on the sideline hitting nets. Yelling, I love me and my dad loved every second. Yeah. Uh, do you think that um, the G- Giants were justified in trading him? Uh, do you think that, let's say, if they would have, uh, you know, held on to him, how do you think he would have interacted with, uh, let's say, uh, a Daniel Jones? Well, well, let me get your opinion. Uh, and it, it just it seems like uh, that the. Um, at the start of the season, Manning's Eli is going to be the, the starting quarterback. Do you think that he, and week 16, by week 16, do you think that Daniel Jones ends up taking over that job? Or do you think that basically this is going to be like a year where uh, Jones is on the sidelines learning, uh, you know, just basically just being there and just trying to absorb as much as he can, learn the playbook and whatnot? What do you think, uh, what do you think is going to happen with the Giants this year? I don't know if Eli has some kind of dirt on the Mara family. I don't know how he is still starting. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. But a Giants kind of a loyal uh, organization. I guess, now. He, for, for I guess he deserves said, it. Yeah. Uh, you know, look, you, know, you can't take away those two Super Bowl titles, two Super Bowl MVPs. That does buy you some time. Won. But let's face it. Yeah, yeah, but we let's face it, man. When you when you look at this guy, even in his prime, yeah, he was a gritty, very good quarterback, a guy that you know showed up for every single game. I, I think a, a a good leader. You know, I know that we we talk about the Eli face, and uh, you know, when I watch the games with my wife. She hates his you know his face that you know mm-hmm. he looks so dejected. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But, but but I still think that he's he's a good leader. But even in his prime, like he wasn't like an Aaron Rodgers, you know, or uh, you know, like a top quarterback in terms of, you know, being able to zip the ball. Like just you know, he he was very good. He wasn't a a great quarterback. You you, you see where I'm going? Not a solid. Dan Marino where he could just. Yeah, but it can't like zip the ball like all over the field or whatnot. I mean, but uh, the, quite, the thing is, like you said, I mean, and like we said a couple of seconds ago, two Super Bowl rings, two Super Bowl MVPs, you know, and uh, also, uh, you know, in his prime did show up in, in terms of, you know, big time games. He, so he benefited uh, from good defenses. It, it, he had some good defenses for those years. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. So, but uh, when you talk about, you know, like Eli Manning having dirt <laughs> on the Giants, I mean, when you look at it, I know it, it might not seem that way because they ended up trading him away, but uh, the Giants are loyal to their players. And when I say that, that doesn't seem like it when they traded him away, but OBJ, you know, John Mara, it seemed like he really genuinely liked this guy. I mean, you know, they did sign him to a, a, a big time contract, but the guy just kept on kind of like throwing dirt in their face. I mean, he did that ESPN uh, interview, right, where he was asked, you know, are you happy in New York? And he kind of hesitated. This is after he signed, you know, like, what was it, a $90 million contract? And you got to, you know, take some time to think if you're happy about playing in New York. And, you know, then you had the, the whole incidences in the past where you mentioned that, you know, punching the, the net, you know, lifting his leg, uh, you know, making believe that he was, uh, uh, you know, a dog and going to the bathroom or whatnot in the end zone. I mean, just like just different stuff. I mean, you got to wonder, like, uh, you know, how he would have interacted, you know, with a young guy like a Daniel Jones. Now, he, he does have a young quarterback in the Browns, like uh, with Baker Mayfield. But at least Baker Mayfield is kind of like. I think they have similar personalities. That, uh, who? Mayfield and. Mayfield and, uh, and OBJ. Uh, OBJ, yeah. That's a good point. You know, uh, Mayfield, he's not shy. Yeah. Both <laughs> outspoken a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, I don't know. Uh, how'd you, what would you think about that whole Daniel Jones incident with the, with the Giants? I mean, I'll tell you, as a Giant fan, I mean, uh, I, I would have taken him with that second pick in, in, the, uh, in the second round. I mean, in the first round. I mean, uh, you know... Uh, I don't know how, how you felt about it. Kind of, th- you probably snickered as a, as a as a Cowboys oh, fan. I loved it, but I think way too early. Josh Allen, I think, was still on the board there. You just traded Vernon. Yeah, that was the that's guy. a replacement. Right that there. was the guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, like you get we'll you see. draft we'll the guy that you want. So I guess if they wanted him, they went out and got him. Yeah, and uh, you know, they're trying to say that hey, you know, they knew for a fact that there were a couple teams that were. Uh, Looking to take Daniel Jones, I, I I find that hard to believe. I don't but, believe uh, that for a second. I, I also feel bad. For, yeah, I don't believe it either, man. And uh, you know, I, I kind of feel bad that Daniel Jones's uh, giant career is starting this way. He's thrown but, right uh, into the fire. Seems like he's, yeah, yeah. But supposedly, you know, he's looked pretty good in these OTAs, and unfortunately, he's had to answer questions uh, about being, you know, the number one overall pick for the Giants. So. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But what do you think of him? Uh, let's see. He's the one. Two, he's the uh, third wide receiver going off the board in this uh, draft. Uh, and then after Odell Beckham, pick number fifteen overall was Zach Ertz. And then you have uh, Michael Thomas. I mean, do you actually like Odell Beckham Jr. more than uh, Michael Thomas, in your opinion? I mean, you I, also have to take a look at you know Odell Beckham is is missed some games too. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of mouse to feed in Cleveland. Him, Landry, Callaway, and Joku. I, th- I would take Michael Thomas mm-hmm. over OBJ. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I would as well, to tell you the truth. And I know that, uh, you know, Drew Brees is getting a little bit older and kind of like uh, he tailed off a little bit at the end of last season. But, uh, you know, I. You look at what Michael Thomas had done. That's a that's a pretty good point. You know, Landry is going to be uh, uh, there getting some some targets uh, with the Browns as well. But uh, you bring up a good point. 
uh, with that uh, statement. So uh, after uh, Thomas, Michael Thomas, uh, Jeff Ratcliffe, uh, pro football focus, uh, number 17 pick overall, uh, Joe Mixon, who uh, I think he could, I think he could give you a first round uh, production. Uh, I think he could, uh, I, I, compared to uh, David Johnson, David Johnson, Joe Mixon, I'm taking uh, Joe Mixon. I don't know about you. Yeah, so am I, definitely. I like I like that pick. That's a solid pick. Yeah, all right. Uh, and then Sigmund Bloom with uh, pick number 18 overall takes the first quarterback off the draft, Patrick Mahomes. And I want to get your take on Patrick Mahomes. We'll go into a commercial. But uh, let's see what you think about Patrick Mahomes for next year. Uh, probably no uh, Tyreek Hill. Uh, see how much of a re- regression we could expect yeah. from him. We'll be back with more on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Glina, Brian Rutkowski, hanging out with you on a Sunday. A little Eddie Grant. I think this is an 80s tune, right? Uh, Electric Avenue. Familiar with it at all? Yeah, this is a, uh, you know, part of my take, the podcast. That's the uh, intro song that they use. Oh, so there you go. Yeah. All right. Very good. Like it. Uh, 80s was a good time for music. Uh, last night, uh, you know, as I was falling asleep, I was uh, in the middle of the night. I was watching a little uh, CNN. They do a, a little, I guess, mini series on the different decades, uh-huh. and then uh, they were talking about uh, little 80s music. You familiar with some 80s music, there, Brian? I know it's a little bit before your time. Uh, is Iron Maiden in the 80s? Uh, I believe yes, so. It is. But uh, yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking more like, you know, like 80s was like when MTV was born. Oh, okay. Like, you know, you had, uh, yeah, like Michael Jackson in his prime. Uh, Bruce Springsteen was big and, you know, stuff like that, that, that music videos. But, uh, yeah, are you, are you into Iron Maiden? Are you into more heavy metal kind of stuff? Uh, that More my dad, but I'll listen to it. I, I'm all over. Yeah. Country, rap. Right, right, right. Anything. Uh-huh. Country's big, right? Like, country kind of like morphed into it's not only like country because my daughter's big into country music uh-huh. and she goes to these country music festivals she's going to the nashville uh i forget what kind of what the name of the the country music festival is but it's more like a like a country like pop right yeah it's it's like like yeah it's like hip-hop but it's like country i know what you mean <laughs> yeah 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 and speaking of hip-hop this this 80s uh uh 
miniseries that I was watching CNN, it was like that. That's when you know hip hop really started too, and then it evolved into you know uh, what it is today. So, uh, good stuff. Eighties music, uh, very entertaining there. So if it's you, the you CNN. Chance, that's the decade series, right? They go decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've seen the nineties and two thousands. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. I like that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they have to be doing some some eighty stuff. So that's uh, some of my formative years because you know, I'm not as young as you. You know, I, mean, I gotta <laughs> admit it. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, before we left, we were taking a look at this uh, FF uh, champs industry uh, expert invitationally that uh, the fantasy Taz Jim day uh, has put together. I believe it's still being drafted. So, but uh, we're uh, up to pick number 18 overall and it's a two quarterback league. And um, Patrick Mahomes, first quarterback taken here uh, at number 18. So what do you think about Patrick Mahomes? Obviously what he did last year, uh, you know, for the ages, right? What do you have? Like 50, uh, I was going to say steals 50 touchdowns last season. Uh, you know, obviously uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, one of his big play receivers. Yes. Yeah, so 50 touchdowns um, for uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, led the uh, Chiefs to a 12 and four record. Uh, a lot of poise for, for a young guy. You know, he's uh, 23 years old, but uh, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with Tyreek Hill. And in my opinion, it's not going to end well but you know don't want to prejudge but uh, when you look at now uh, you know and it's not a bad thing to have but his number one guy to throw the ball to is going to be Travis Kelsey still got um, he's still got Sammy Watkins there who uh, you know basically uh, you know had been dealing with some injury issues I mean uh, we had been thinking of him as like you know potentially developing into a uh, number one wide receiver overall just never happened because of all the industry and there's injuries that uh, he's faced during his career still you know based on his age uh, kind of in his prime what do you think about uh, uh, you know Patrick Mahomes how much of a I mean we can't expect him to throw 50 touchdowns again this year but how much of a of a regression do you think we get from him I think he, he's going to drop off a little bit, but I think the Tyreek Hill thing, they used their first draft pick on a, a wideout, Georgia, similar to Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. I think he ran a 4-3-40. So, I don't know. I think he'll definitely regress. I just don't know how much. Right. Uh, are you talking about Miko Hardman? That's the guy? Um, I think. Yeah, yeah, Miko Harmon. Yeah, but yeah, he's almost. I remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember them talking about him as like a kind of a, a Tyreek Hill uh, clone, kind of. So yeah, so uh, I guess we'll see. And then the the Chiefs kind of, and and you know when you get news like this uh, coming out this early in the preseason, you, you take it with a grain of salt. But uh, they said that their running back Damian Williams is going to be the guy, uh, and he really uh, you know helped them out late in the season uh, last year because uh, they lost uh, Kareem Hunt uh, after he had his uh, off the field issues. But yeah, so you, you you depth chart there when it comes to running backs is uh, Damian Williams and then Carlos Hyde. Yeah. Darrell Williams, but uh, you take any credence into Damian Williams, uh, the, the, the vote of confidence they gave him that, that he's going to be their number one bell cow back? Yeah. Um, during last year, I think his production went way up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so pick number 19 overall, uh, Nick Chubb. Uh, like, Going to like what he did last year. Uh, I guess our only concern, 
might be uh, when Kareem Hunt uh, is reinstated after week eight. But, uh, you know, in uh, in nine games that uh, he started uh, last year, Nick Chubb, uh, eight touchdowns, 5.2 yards per carry, uh, decent hands, 20 catches, uh, two touchdowns. Do you like where he went in this draft? Yeah, I actually picked him up last year. He did very good for me, so I think that's a solid spot for him. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, right behind them, the pick number 20 overall, Dalvin Cook, uh, Vikings running back. Now, here's a guy. Uh, I've seen videos of him. I mean, and you could uh, this, this preseason looking really good. I guess the key with him has always been he's a young guy of him just staying on the field, right? Yeah, no more Latavius Murray in Minnesota, Health-wise, so I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big that's a big plus, right? Uh last season uh, 10 games, uh 4.6 yards per carry, uh just two rushing touchdowns, uh but uh that's you mentioned Latavius Murray kind of vultured some of that from him. Uh but uh you know, if you're playing a PPR league, uh you know, played in a total of 11 games, started 10, uh you got to love the 40 catches there, uh, Brian. The next name that's coming up, I'm surprised he's this low. I guess it's because of the lack of touchdowns, but still. Julio Jones, right? Yeah. I'm surprised. I forgot about him. Yeah. He's all the way down here. Right. Uh, Matthew Berry took him uh, pick number 21 overall. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, if, if you had a choice, uh, let's say if you're, you're in this draft and, you know, you, you, you've decided, look, my next pick is going to be a wide receiver. Is it him or is it OBJ? That's tough. I got to go Julio. I think there's less mm-hmm. weapons in Atlanta than there is in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, I've kind of warmed up to Julio Jones. He's the guy that, you know, I kind of, I know he has a lot of talent and whatnot, but I kind of like had uh, avoided him. You know, he had the, uh, it always seemed that he would be playing hurt, you know. And when you look at his, you know, career numbers in terms of games played you know uh since 2014 15 games played 16 14 16 16 you know you kind of think of him as an injury prone player in the past but he played through those nagging injuries <laughs> which yeah. you know you, you know that, that's the issue so uh but uh, if we, when you look at what he did uh, last year uh, 113 receptions, 1,677 receiving yards, eight touchdowns. So I think I, you know what? I, I think I would take him over OBJ as well. I, I think this is going to be a nice big bounce back year for the Falcons. Remember the Falcons? They, they just uh, two years ago they were in the Super Bowl. Injuries the got them this year, last year. Yeah. Big time. You're right. Big time injury. So uh, I think this they, they could be the, the team uh, that could sneak up on you uh, uh, this year. All right. Let's move on from uh, uh, after Julio Jones. Now, this gets interesting, and they go back to back. Pick 22 and 23. You get uh, Juju Smith-Schuster uh, for the Steelers. And then right behind him, Dr. Roto at num- pick number 23 overall. Two friends. Uh, takes Antonio Brown. What's that? The two best friends. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, look, you know, uh, we know what Juju could do there, right? I mean, and he's going to be the number one guy. It's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, how he does without Antonio Brown there. Now, I mean, uh, the number one 
cornerbacks from uh, opponents' teams are going to be focused on him. Do you think that he's going to be able to continue to be as productive when more of the focus of opposing defenses is on uh, Juju? I think his numbers are going to go down a little bit because a lot of Antonio yeah. Brown demands a double team, I think, most of the time. So he's running across the middle free. We'll see, though. Yeah. Uh, so when you look at what he uh, did last year, uh, Juju, uh, 111 receptions, 1,426 uh, receiving yards, seven touchdowns. You think that that uh, goes down? You think he, he breaks 100? I think he's still worth the first round pick. I just, uh, around, I think he'll still get 100. All right. Well, you, you would take him in the first round overall in a 12 team league? Uh, oh, 12? Yeah. No, I think second or third. You're right. Not first. If you if you do, no, no, no. I, I, I'm not trying to bully you or anything. If you feel that way, that's fine. Yeah, but uh, uh, but Antonio Brown, how, how do you think he does over in Oakland? You think he's going to miss uh, his buddy uh, Ben Roethlisberger? I mean, he's dealing with Carr, right? Uh, let's face it. I mean, uh, Derek Carr. Average. Uh, whether you yeah whether whether you like uh, you know Roethlisberger personally or not. You know, the guy is uh, an outstanding, you know, Hall of Fame quarterback. So uh, what do you think that, that uh, Antonio Brown, do you think he just would just shut up and just play football? I wish. We'll see. I think he's bullying. I think he's going to bully Derek Carr into throwing him the ball. The man a lot. And, right. And you wonder how uh, Derek Carr is going to react to that. Yeah, is he gonna? You know, is is he enough of a leader where, you know, he's not gonna take any of Antonio Brown's stuff? Yeah, I don't. The the Big Ben didn't take any uh, of it. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that he's a bargain now, uh, Antonio Brown, where he's going? Yeah, because last year he was round pick. Yeah, a first round pick. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, he's definitely a bargain too. If he's there, middle second round, I think I'd take him. Mm-hmm. Especially if I took running so, back. Do you think he regresses? Right. I mean, because you're looking past couple of years, 163 targets in 2017, 168 uh, in 2018. Do you think he still gets that many targets in this uh, uh, Raiders offense? You know, 101 receptions. Yeah, he's had <laughs> six straight years of uh, well over 100 receptions. I mean, uh, do you think do you think that he could put up the, that kind of uh, production, or do you think he takes a step back just by nature of uh, you know the quarterback being kind of, we'll say, average? Well, he's getting a little older now, right? He's in his 30s. I think he can hover around 100. I think like around 90 to 100 balls he'll catch this year. The targets will still be there, definitely. I think so. Right, right. All right. Uh, how do you feel? Uh, Fantasy Taz now follows up uh, uh, pick 24-25, and uh, I like one of his two picks. I'm not a big fan of Mike Mike Evans. The, Mike Evans, a wide receiver uh, for the uh, Bucks. Just not a big fan uh, in general of the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks passing attack. I mean, uh, yeah, and then it all goes to uh, – from uh, Jameis Winston. Now, the Jameis Winston, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Evans, no doubt, uh, has the talent to be a perennial, you know, top wide receiver. I, I just don't like the quarterback throwing to him. Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't trust Jameis Winston. I think Mike Evans is a solid wide receiver. I just don't know where Jameis Winston is going to throw the ball. He just throws it up, mm-hmm. and he has to go get it. Right, right. 
and this is a big year for uh, for Winston because I think the Bucks have to decide whether or not uh, they renew his contract. A new co- a new uh, coach there, Bruce Arians. Supposedly they have a connection from back in the day. They've known each other forever. So uh, I'm wondering if uh, Arians could get a little bit more production out of Jameis Winston this year. It'll be very interesting. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of it? Then uh, he took uh, the uh, fantasy Taz. Jim Day took Andrew Luck, uh, who, man, uh, by season's end, he looked like the old Andrew Luck again, yeah. right? He had a good year last year. I think this spot's fine for him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you look at 39 touchdowns, uh, 15 picks, uh, brought the uh, Colts to tennis. I tell you, Colts are going to be a, a team to be reckoned with uh, in terms of uh, that division as well. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are uh, on uh, Luck. I mean, they're finally fully healthy, right? You know, that that was the issue. Uh, you know, it wasn't thrown for a while in preseason, but uh, do you think he becomes uh, the, the Luck of old again this season? Yeah, he looked good last year. First round versus the Texans, solid. And then they just ran into the Chiefs, but... I think I think what is he and the second a, QB off the board? I think that's fair. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's definitely somebody that I'm I'm going to be targeting. I mean, it, in terms of quarterbacks, if you had a choice between him and an Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if I with? trust Aaron Rodgers. I think I'd take Luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton, Paris Campbell. Now they they uh, uh, drafted him this season, so. Uh, hey, you know that your buddy uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, had a little cameo in Game of Thrones. Yeah, got burned alive. <laughs> Just like the the most of of that city. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Bacon, May- <laughs> yeah, Bacon Mayfield uh, uh, went number twenty six, right behind Andrew Luck. Do you think that's a little high for him? That's interesting. He has a bu- he. I don't know. He has a bunch of people he could throw to. But cute. So he's the third yeah. off the board. I don't know. That's I think that's kind of. Yeah. I like Deshaun Watson, but he goes a yeah. couple later. Yeah, right. I think if I had to to make a choice, I think I would take Watson uh, over Mayfield. Yeah, I, they're very close. Yeah, and uh, the Texans did a little something that they they helped themselves out a little bit with that uh, that offensive line. But that's the key is they got to do a better job of uh, protecting Watson. Uh, this season. The guy in between Baker and Deshaun Watson, Hunter Henry, I think that's wildly high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't argue with you. Uh, coming back from injury. But remember, two tight end league. Yeah. Before he got hurt, was considered uh, top, you know, maybe top, I don't know, maybe seven or eight. We'll be back 